0: This is another 419 Grind Exclusive. We got Toledo.
1: Wake <laughs> your ass up.
2: Presented to you by the 419 Podcast. Man, it's a beautiful Friday. It is your boy Big Trees, Mr. Hear Me, and I'm in the studios with this morning, Miss Leah Renee. Good morning, Leah. Hey, hey. How you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Again, want to say good morning to everybody, no matter where you're going, to our students and those that's virtually learning. Good morning to you. Wanna thank our interns that's in the studio making sure that this is engineered to the max. Right here on the all-new Rising Grind Morning Show. Good morning, Grinders. Man, do you know it's Friday. I don't know about y'all, but sometimes you got that Friday, and then you got that Friday. What Friday is it for you, Leah? All right, so where's she at right now? She going to she going to pump up a little bit because one thing about Friday, I don't care what Friday is, you got to bring some energy. I like payday Friday, so uh, if you got paid today, what's up to everybody that got paid today? And if you didn't get paid today, uh, borrow a few dollars, get a, get a few dollars for some folks. I can love, you let me
3: borrow a few dollars?
2: For sure, for sure. Okay. It's called bless. Actually, I I was uh phone hustling. I seen you had some money on your cash app. Yeah.
3: Oh, I ain't got no money on my cash app. I need some. So cash app is um, Leah Renee. Y'all wanna... She ain't know. even said
2: good morning. None. Just already straight <laughs> asking for money.
3: Hey, hey, close mouths don't get fed. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: So again, all you grinders, thank y'all each and every morning for grinding with us. We are the number one urban podcast in the country right here in the 419. And we will be Nominated and voted Best Local Podcast in Toledo.
3: What do you think about that? I think that we are dope and we definitely will be voted Best Local Podcast.
2: In the 419. So when we get out here and you want to sponsor and you want to look to promote your business, please think about us. Also, continue, thanks to everybody that has showed love throughout the week. We uh, we talked about t-shirts when i say leah people have show so much love in purchasing the t-shirts but not just for purchasing a t-shirt knowing that the purchase of a t-shirt will help a young person stay off stay off the streets doing something crazy that's why we that's why i enjoy this show
3: yeah um thank you to everybody who's supporting us over here at the 419 grind studios and Um, allowing us to be able to give the opportunity to these young people because that's what this thing is all about. So um, you guys support us and then we can support them and we can try to help these youth.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you came in this morning again, last this morning, I felt it. It was kind of brisk this morning. Uh, Real chill, chill. What's the weather shooting like?
3: Yeah, it was very brisk this morning. Forty eight degrees when I came in. Uh, and that's very brisk. I had on <laughs> I had on a hoodie and a jean jacket. Like, I like to wear my... um, I can't... I'm, I don't like to wear jean jackets without anything underneath it because I feel like it doesn't do any... What, just a
2: jean jacket on your skin?
3: No, like, you know what I mean? Like, even if I'd have wore it over this, like, I can't wear it without a hoodie underneath it. So, okay, okay. So I had on a hoodie and a jean jacket, and, um, yeah, I came out... I put on my seat warmer and everything. It's 46, 48 degrees, somewhere around there. How long is it going to get tonight then? But it is sunny, and well it's going to get to a high of 60 61ish and then um, it's going to get down to about 50 yeah this is that chill no, it's going to go back down to 45 really so what it what what it felt like waking up this morning <laughs> is what it's going to feel like when we go to sleep but we will get to a high of about 61 and it'll be sunny so
2: so y'all cool. can expect the unexpected that's what we call netflix and chill weather right here mm-hmm. i see folks getting dms and inboxes <laughs> what you doing where you been? <laughs> this that uh If you and this is just a little note to women, if you are struggling in your relationship with a man, the weather will bring him home (laughs) because we are seasonal. If you have problems with a man and in the spring, in the summer, he wanted to bounce around. Wait till this weather change and watch how much he call you, he check on you, where you been, all that. Man, that weather going to bring him home. (laughs)
3: But ladies, let's not be fools here. Let's send them on their way. Send them packing wherever they've been. Let them stay. Don't let them come back.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. (laughs) I hear you. But some of the things just right off the top, uh, last night, the Browns beat the Bengals. So right now, it's a lot of happy people around the state of Ohio. Oh, Yeah. I saw Rocky Dub. big shout out to Rocky Duh, and uh, DJ Lou, all these Brown fans, because they beat the Bengals last night, so the Battle of Ohio, Cleveland Browns got it done, mm. and we don't have too many Bengal fans. You got some Brown fans in your family?
3: Um, not that I know of. Um, I I was born in Michigan and most of my family is still in Michigan. So So they, they, no, they're big. Like, uh, well, I mean, not that U of M has anything to do with the NFL, but like, it's like gold blue, everything. Okay. okay. (laughs) Also, when you hear about football, you just hear about U of M when it comes to my family. No, Ohio State. Um, just me. I mean, I love Ohio state cause I'm, you know, I grew up in Ohio. I'm originally from Michigan, but I grew up in Ohio. So it's like, you know, when, when that, when that rivalry comes on, I'm rooting for Ohio. So you're a house
2: divided then.
3: Yeah. It'd be, it'd be divided. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was funny cause last year my cousin D with Deidre, shout out to her cause she do be listening. I love you girl, but she stays in San Antonio. And when it was, um, you know, they had made it, I think whatever rivalry game and it was ohio state and michigan and she was in san antonio and all her friends were ohio state fans and she was the only one that was a michigan fan she was under that pressure and i think they ended up winning that that game and um she called me and she was like oh like they're over here you know going crazy (laughs) on (laughs) me
2: so big shout out to all the buckeye fans again the battle of ohio the browns pulled it off uh last night in the nba the Miami Heat beat the Celtics. Jesse Uh-oh. Coleman. Uh oh, Jesse. Uh oh, Jesse. <laughs> I don't want to see nothing. I don't want to see you in the nude feeds, Jesse Coleman, Vic, uh, Dr. Vic. Again, if y'all know who Dr. Vic is, Doctor of Finances. That's a part of it right here, the 419 Grind Executive Team. Uh, before the intro of the show, you might have heard Dr. Vic. And Dr. of Finances talks about streets to stocks and all that good stuff. But yeah. Yeah, Jesse, if you are listening and weighing in, you ain't got a comment because I know you're feeling some type of way. <laughs> Yo, Celtics lost last night.
3: He goes, All he's going to say is it ain't over yet. That's all he goes. That's all he can say. I meant to ask you, though, are you a Browns or a Bengals fan? I don't. I, you know what? I just like the game. Oh, okay. I don't really like have
2: a team because they flip-flop so much. So once you start liking them, right. then all of a sudden they Everything
3: changed up. They done switched up all the players. See, I was telling Jesse, I used to be a Boston Celtics fan. And and then – why? The, who, um, who did you like? I loved all of them. It was, that was back in, um, it might have just been because that was the year they was popping. I don't know, you know, okay. from, but that was like 2008 when I really, really started watching basketball. Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. It, all of them, uh, uh, Rondo, oh, you know, okay. all of it. And then, like, next thing you know, they was like all gone. I'm like, dang. Like, so, okay, you know. So you left when they left? <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> Do you like baseball?
3: Um, You know, baseball used to be my favorite sport when I was a kid, but. I don't really watch it uh, now as an adult.
2: Oh, you got away from it. And again, being from Michigan, probably a Tigers fan uh, here in Ohio, Cleveland Indians. I just like sports.
3: I don't really think I'm like you. I don't really have any teams per se, but I like particular sports.
2: Speaking of sports, I saw you weighed in yesterday on uh, Maya Moore, the WNBA player who married the gentleman that she helped that was wrongly convicted. She helped free him and then she married him. Hey, you know, I saw you speak on that a little bit. I mean, I didn't really
3: speak on it, but I just was just making make it up because somebody had commented and it said something. And we know.
2: know relationships get you going.
3: <laughs> no, they was just saying like, um, oh, I think it was BJ that made a comment, you know, being funny. And he was like, chicks in Toledo. Uh, he said uh, women uh, marry men straight out of jail every day. They do it in Toledo every day v, or something like that. And then he was laughing and I said, yeah. And when, you know, if a regular chick was to do it, she would be stupid. Like, mm-hmm. everybody would laugh at her and say she's stupid. But because this is a celebrity, it's like, oh, she's a real one. She's a, you know, which I think that was some dope. I think she was a real one for that. That was dope, you know?
2: Well, what do you think about the reality show with them marrying? And they having that reality show of those that's been incarcerated coming out, finding love, and getting married. What do you think about that reality show? Man, that's, show? Uh, <laughs>
3: hey, you know, hey, all I love, I'm not gonna say is, like, I don't know where people find love. Like Absolutely. If you, if you really are in love and that's your situation and that's what makes you happy, a, so be it. I can't, I ain't going to judge nobody or hate on nobody's love story.
2: <laughs> I would just say, just stick to the script though. Like one thing I know about being confined, you, you, you shoot all the love and the love letters and you're the only one. Then when you get out here and you see a little bit more of variety, you forget what you were saying, while you was in there. So if, if you are in love with somebody who may be, uh, away Anybody that may be incarcerated, don't jump off your script. Continue to love if what you wrote in those letters, what you said on that on that JPay. Continue to do that. Oh yeah, because I
3: got bamboozled before, and that ain't cool. We know. <laughs> but we then know. we got You got to be smart though, too, ladies. Like y'all got to be. We got to be. just got to be ladies? Well, whoever. You're be? right, fellas, fellas and ladies. We got to be smarter. Like you can't. You know. We got to be smarter. We got to well, protect be ourselves. So I
2: don't want to go too far. But what do you mean by be smarter? Because love sometimes is blind.
3: Well, okay, I'll say uh, if you know that a situation or if you have even any question, you know, about a person's sincerity or about a situation, like don't ignore your, you know, sane side of your brain and just go with whatever, you know, that's what I would say. Okay.
2: So like she said, stay in tune to what you got going on. Listen right now, this is the all new Rise and Grind morning show presented to you by the four one nine. Expect the unexpected. Undersec- expect it. Leah, we got a great show today because yes. we're we're talking about and having real conversation about getting out of financial like hardship. Like yes. I'm tired of being broke. Me too. And there <laughs> and there are ways that you can really get to that bag if you take the steps. Many of us do not want to go through that process. Many of us don't want to go through the heartache because again. And I say that because when you go into survival mode, you forget about the process. Mm -hmm. If you can stick to your process, you can get a bag. When I say 2020 has been one of the most, uh, I'll use the word impactful financially for me, then I could probably say in the last 10 years, it's a real check hitting right now. So if you really stick to your, your guns, and yes, it's going to get difficult. Yes, you might have your phone cut off. For a little while yes your likes might you might get that last uh final disconnection notice but if you stick to your script you ain't got to continue to be broke mm-hmm. i don't want no broke folks around me it's mentally physically emotionally let's find a way to get out of that and now i will say this leah because people will be like well you just don't know my story you just don't know you ain't got this man shut that shit up <laughs> man have, all of us got a story because do you, that's why one reason they changed jobs and family services. When you go to the welfare office, uh, you really don't get a chance to talk to the case manager anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to use paperwork. Everything's paper. Just drop it off, send it in the mail. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that's one of the reasons? Why do you think they do that? I'm not sure. Why do you think? Well, one reason that they do that is because can you imagine a case manager for the welfare office who may have 75 people on their case loads or more, Every freaking body got a story. Nice. Everybody got a hardship. Every and do you know how consuming that is? Yeah. So you know what they do? Just send me your paperwork. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> right. Call because it, that it goes it, it, it consumes time. It becomes draining. So now it's just Leah. Just send me your paperwork. My trees will review it. If we have any questions, we'll either you're
3: eligible or you ain't. Period.
2: <laughs> so when we talk about having hardship. Stop making excuses. Get off your ass. Grind. At at this point, there are so many resources in the world for you to live comfortably. Do it. Come with a challenge. Absolutely. But if you manage your time, Leah, you can be successful. Mm -hmm. You can be successful. I'm tired of renting. I'm tired of being broke. So what am I going to do about it, Leah? Am I going to keep saying uh, (laughs) every time? Right. What am I going to do different? Mm-hmm. That's why I do appreciate Dr. Vic Coleman uh, helping people get started, taking a little bit, taking a $20, taking a $50, taking a $100, $500, and walk me out with my process so I can stop borrowing money from you, Leah, because I'm right. going to need that. <laughs> but people, uh, oh, and I just get on that soapbox of everybody always got a issue about where they are in life. That's why I'm excited about this show, uh, to becoming – financially free I know right now we got our uh, our listeners on iHeartRadio understand that Amazon will now be doing a podcast one of the big names that's in Amazon right now is DJ Khaled and he has one of the biggest podcasts about to start on Amazon but Lil birdie told us today Leah that the 419 Grind will be on Amazon too yes what Hold yes Wait, a man. whole new platform <laughs> and what that means is During the pandemic A lot of people was on Amazon Did you do a lot of shopping on Amazon? No Are you an Amazon Prime person? Um A little bit I'm not So I don't not, know what it I'm is I'm not really
3: But But I know it's a
2: big deal mm-hmm. And so now Amazon Is switching over And doing podcasting So we got iArt Apple Podcasts And Amazon The world about to hear you girl A-W-A <laughs> The world about to hear you
3: <laughs> yeah, that's dope. I like that all these different channels, like media channels are available for people nowadays to be able to do this type of thing because, you know, back in our day when we were young and kids and coming up, we didn't have these um, you know, these social media channels and networks and we couldn't just make our own show, you know, and distribute it out there this way. So, that's a dope opportunity. What make us
2: special? Why make our podcast special?
3: our podcast is special because we're real people discussing real issues that go on in real communities and you know it's a grassroot production like this is all real like you're gonna see our flaws as you always say we have um, our whole purpose of this podcast um, studio is to create a space where creative people can come together and you know live their dreams live out their passions so we allow people to come in here and do that and there's not too many other um podcasts doing that, not that I know of.
2: And you know what else makes us very unique? What? We are one of the only urban live podcasts in the country. Most people look as podcasters. They are pre-recorded or they syndicated or they are not live. So people yes, can see us true. live. We can see them live. Mm-hmm. And we're probably the most interactive and yeah.
3: engaging podcast. Yeah, people can call in and talk to us or comment on our lives. Well, they do that. They do that
2: on others, but we actually have a feel just like now. You about to give a shout out and some love and appreciation to some of our viewers right now on the All New Rise and Grind Morning Show. Who
3: yes, we got this morning? Of course, of course, of course. We got our boy Jesse. Good morning, Dr. Jesse. Fick, Keita, my niece Jaden, hey boo, Kevin on the live, Tony, Timothy, BJ, morning guys, and our boy TJ, hey, my girl Katie, what's, what's up, up, up everybody,
2: what's some of the conversations, um,
3: they're just saying good morning, and uh, Kevin Smith said make sure you love yourself first when we were talking about, you know, the stuff we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. and um, they're just saying good morning, morning grinders, Everybody saying good morning, so good morning to all of you, I hope you guys all have a beautiful and productive day. Thank you for waking if, up with us.
2: Actually, if they can go to, when we go to break, can they go to Toledo City Paper?
3: Can you guys go to Toledo City Paper and vote us? Um, the best local podcast in Toledo. And there's a best anchor duo category. And I would say that you should go and vote for Big Trace and Leah Renee for best anchor duo.
2: On the Toledo And one of the things that we got a chance to talk to with uh, our great show yesterday mr dewan our engineer student engineer uh, him and murky murk but dewan mentioned something that was very unique congratulations to our intern who received his hundredth well yeah a hundred thousand subscriber to his youtube <laughs> he had a hundred thousand i don't think it was a hundred thousand was okay well y'all know what i mean he and the, but the reason why I'm bringing that up, and that's right But that's
3: dope, though. It's big. Like you said, he he reached 100 subscribers, and that's dope oh, because 100 subscribers. what I was saying was, like, I've had my YouTube page up for, like, a couple years, and I'm still only at, I like, just spoke 32. A, i
2: spoken life into it. He's going to get 100,000. Yes,
3: he's going to reach that 100,000. So you did speak that life into him. But we, it is dope, you know, because it's hard to get them subscribers. So even making it to 100, that's great. That's a great accomplishment for And So everybody
2: that's weighing in this morning, when we see accomplishments and we see victory for our Young people and I say that wholeheartedly hit the love button hit the like button right now they need to know that that's a victory man yes. at the end of the day if it's important to you it's gonna be important to us so and what's tell your them. and
3: what's your YouTube Duane, so that we can um Trey so, that, so that we can get you to a hundred thousand subscribers
4: you're on you're on. <laughs>
3: All right. There you go. So you guys go over to his YouTube. You guys go over to his YouTube and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Take him from 100 subscribers to 100,000.
2: And what I've also known before we go to break, we're going to go to a quick break because we got to pay bills. Again, if you want to be a sponsor of this Rise and Grind Morning Show, thanks for the love. We need to let our youth know that they are love. Leah. Yes. Jesse's been putting this 419 podcast together for a long time. Mm -hmm. Do you know... He has now reached the 419 grind on YouTube podcast has reached over a million viewers. Oh, Make some wow.
3: noise. that's big. Man. Shout and, out.
2: And what happens is they collect that. So big shout out to you, Jesse. Yes, some people might see a, a some people might see viewers and they might only see 10 views, four views, three views. All that adds up. Cause I think since Jesse first started this. Uh, a few years ago, he has now reached over a million views wow. with all of his uh, podcasts. That's so congratulations, yes, man. Congratulations. Uh, we can say that we're a part of that. Yes, I was f- just about
3: <laughs> to say, and, and we're a part of it. And um, I'm thankful to be a part of the 419 Grind Studios.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. But hey, we want to thank y'all and y'all on the road. Be safe. Make sure you're buckling up right now. This is the number one urban podcast in the country right here on on the all-new Rising and Grind morning show presented to you by the 419 Grind podcast exclusive. Stay locked.
5: If you're tired of church as usual and you're looking for something invigorating, exciting with passion, then the greater new Psalmist Baptist Church, 3251 Glendale, is the place for you. We are a people that's determined to occupy all streets while cultivating cultural change. The only thing's missing is you. Meet us at 3251 Glendale Avenue as we continue to be relevant and occupy all streets while cultivating cultural change.
2: Every break, because we are a, a music podcast, always try to play a song in there, too. Oh.
4: class With a side of ratchet She real your homie, quit the gratitude, strap and stash it. She say hi to your mom, but to your dad, say what's happening. The best thing about her, she's not doing any acting. I like my chick-class with a side of ratchet. She real your homie, quit the gratitude, strap and stash. It. She say hi to your mom, but to your dad, say what's happening. The best thing about her, she's not doing any act look Every time we out the east, she look good, no capping. The only problem with her, gotta tell her to stop smackin'. Looking good in that dress little mama you fresh little as a hearse when we eat baby out baby. at a steakhouse she I got hot sauce something. on her she purse I nurse I the day, home. might see her in the hospital hallway sure. she get to that bag at night on the stage getting yeah, that paper in her I'm house burning sage yeah. in her house burning that cash. she Stop said weed and, weed and weed so addicted to that cash i like my chick class, with a side of ratchet. ratchet she realized your homie quit the gratis Don't strap and stash she say hi to your mom but to your dad say what's happening the best thing about her she's not doing in the action i like my chick classy with a Side of ratchet, uh, she real your homie. Click the boy, and gratis strap the stash. She say hi to your mom, but to your dad say what's happening. Uh, the best thing about her she's uh, not doing uh, any acting. Uh, little mama so cold, got niggas on they knees. Telling her they love her and pulling out them rings. She's street smart and book smart, got a couple degrees. If they blast it, she get ratchet off 400 degrees. Hey, watch her back that ass uh-huh. up, they gon throw that cash, bro. If you breaking pounds down, I bet she help you bag up. Whip right, chain bright, niggas call her mad. Trip Took flight like she up in NASA i like my chick class with a side of ratchet, ratchet. she relax your homie quit the grata strap and she say hi to your mom but to your dad say what's happening Ay. the best thing about her Ay. she's not doing Ay. any acting i like my chick class with a side of ratchet she as your homie quit the grata strap and she say hi to your mom but to your dad say what's happening the best thing about her she's not doing any acting i like i like, I like I like, I like, I like, I like, I like my chick class with a, with a side of ratchet. Quit the gratis strap and stash it. Side the side best of thing of about it. her, she's not doing any acting.
2: volleyball head coach as well as uh, the Metropolitan Pub and Tavern president. So you will only hear right here on the exclusive 419 Grind podcast. So some of the things that's right off the cuff that's kind of trending in the news right now. TPS is about to start school yep. in what well, they're doing a uh, in October.
3: October 26th.
2: October 26th, they are looking to do a hybrid form where a student or students will go two days a week. And the other one will be virtual. Do you think that is beneficial? Call in. Let us know what you think, Leah.
3: Well, I will say that like at first, I didn't understand the whole like hybrid thing. I was thinking to myself like, if we're going to send them for a couple of days, what's the difference? Like, in we we might as well just send them every day. But then, um, <clears throat> there the point the point that I, I'm assuming of them breaking it up and um, having having half half of them go on one day and half go um go on the first couple of days and the other half come on the second. Have is to so there's not as many students there each day. Like, I wasn't thinking about that at first, so I was like, Oh, I guess that does make sense because they don't want obviously to have the schools flooded with the amount of students that would normally Absolutely. typically be in there. So, that's the whole purpose of breaking it up, you know, a couple of days. You know one part of the pop- one one half of the school population will be on these couple of days. the other half of the school population will be on these couple of days and then in that middle day we'll go ahead and sanitize the whole school, make sure it's clean mm-hmm. so that does it does make sense because then there's less children there every day so that then it makes it easier for the administrators and teachers to have them practice social distance and you know try to keep their masks you know try to try to you know do their best anyway to make them keep their masks on and um I think that it's a good idea because it's time like not and I'm not just saying that because I'm just a mom that's like I'm ready yes, for she these is. kids yes, to go back to school. Yes, but is. no it's like we have to get to some sort of new normal. Like me, Sandy and Sharice were talking about this the other day on Real Table Talk whatever this new normal is going to be, we got to get to it. Like we can't keep hiding in our houses. You know what I mean? We have to just figure this thing out and figure out a way to practice precautions, do it safely. But our kids do have to get back to school. They just do.
2: Absolutely. And I think, uh, so I'm kind of on the fence with that because I'm a true believer and being an educator that you don't necessarily, school is not going to teach my son and kids, Everything they need to know. Now, school is very essential. Yet and still, are we willing to risk our kids health so they can get back to get some school, some schooling that we could do, too? Are you willing to risk your kids health just to get back in school to get an I, I agree we need a, a normal, but are you willing to risk your kids health just because
3: that's what we say in society? Go to school. Um well anything out here is gonna be a risk to our children. There's absolutely no, we can't we can't protect them from every single thing. You, they could be in our homes. Right I remember um seeing a report from someone who had gotten sick or either died or whatever. They were affected by the coronavirus and, and they were like so bewildered because they were like, I have my kid my like we haven't went anywhere. We yeah. haven't done anything. But it's like if it's gonna get to you, it's gonna get to you. You know what I mean? If you I, I just feel like I don't know. I I just feel like we can't there's no way we can protect them from everything. There's just not. like Absolutely. We can keep them at home all day long, you know what I mean? And then they could still you just can't protect them from every single thing. So it's not that I'm putting my kids at risk by, you know, by sending them back, but it's just, we just do have to create a new normal. We do have to take those precautions and we do have to figure this thing out. Like, and I'm just going to pray that my, that God continues to cover my children. I'm going to have faith that he will continue to cover my children and they'll be safe and they'll be okay.
2: And one of the things that I want parents and administrators and adults to know As they make the transition, we have to be mindful of how our kids adjust and not get frustrated in the adjustment. Do not get frustrated in the adjustment because it is an adjustment period. Okay, we get back to a new normal, but then we want our kids to already be there. No, hell no, we ain't been in school for a while. So we got to let them be able to grow with this too and not Mm -hmm. just say your ass going to school or you going to school. No, I just came off of, like the summer months, I just came off of, Watching y'all, watching society, mm-hmm. watching the YouTubes, watching what's going on in the world. And now you want me to sit down and be,
3: eh, right. just be that's mindful mm-hmm.
2: of the adjustment and the transition. Yeah. And that's why we really got to listen to our kids. We got to be willing to have conversation. And one of the things that I think will often help, and I do this with my son, we write those things down. So I write down with my son, what is my struggles? What gets me mad? What kind of, where dad is. Right. So that he can also explain to me, well, well, Dad, I feel that way too. Or Dad, why you feel that way? So then I have to try to explain why I'm feeling this way. But it is for me to get in tune to what is his going on in his world and not just him telling because oftentimes we have to show our kids. So I just say, as we make the transition, be mindful of the students who have to make the transition too in our kids and not get frustrated with them because it has been a, It has been a stoppage in their life, Mm -hmm. but also with the stoppage, Leah, they've been seeing all the crazy shit too. Right. And mama, daddy, you going to send me back into this? Right. Do you love me? Because we had that conversation and that's where it was like, oh, I do love you. So why are you sending me back out into the, so it, like you said, it it gets very gray, be sensitive, be mindful to their growth. And so I just want to continue to say that Uh, one of the things that here in Ohio, our governor had they so the state of Ohio had a new full-time director health director and it was previously during the covid it was Dr. Amy Acton she stepped down from her position and so they found her replacement a lady Dr. Duval out of South Carolina mm-hmm. the day they were going to announce her as our head of state head of the state health department she declines the governor of Ohio was about to make a press conference announcing her as the hmm. state health department doctor. She declines. Huh. Left our governor, Mike DeWine, with the poopy face. Hmm. Drop one of the... Uh, what is that? I want to close bombs on. <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> no, but can you just imagine they're about to make a press conference and then she said for personal reasons later on, she's just not going to accept the... Wow. But she did it the day of the announcement of announcing her ass. So we're back into looking for a new full-time uh, health department director here in the state mm. of Ohio. So that's that was kind of a big piece as well as... Our governor and state official, state officials, state officials have just banned the closing of bars and churches because of the COVID. There were reports out there that our governor was saying shut down faith-based churches and bars. State officials and uh, judges have now blocked that. So Mm. that's a little Little bit of what's trending in the news, you can get more of that as you go online and check that out with some of the news following around the state of Ohio and other places. But like I said, we got a great show. Our guest is in. We're gonna go we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, how many of y'all tired of being broke and <laughs> renting?
0: Right. <What's> <laughs> yeah, so we're
5: while cultivating cultural change.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back to the
3: all new Rise and Grind Morning Show. It's your girl, Miss Leah Renee, and I got my boy, Big Tree Swimmy. Hear me. And we got a special guest today. Thank you guys all for tuning in. We are, it's fi- uh, Financial Fridays, right? And we're, you guys are going to be hearing from Dr. Vic later today about, you know, being financially free. So going along with Financial Fridays and being financially free is becoming a homeowner and just being able to get out of that, um, out of those chains of renting and, being able to create generational wealth for your family, um, give your, provide yourself with real estate so you have something to pass down, a legacy, and all of those things. So Greg Wimberly is here in the house with us. Good morning, good morning, Greg. Good morning, morning,
6: thanks for having me.
3: Can you can we hear him? Yeah. Okay, um, and so what a lot of people don't know, uh, what, or what everybody doesn't know, is that me and Greg go way back. Go like way back. we grew up on the same street. We grew up on the same street, and um, we first met each other when I would say we were about what, maybe like seven and eight years old.
6: I was six, so
0: six, yeah, and man.
3: I was eight. So yeah, that was thirty years ago, <laughs> and we've known each other for thirty long years. And um, you know, you now are living out of um, out of out of Toledo. You don't live in Toledo. Where do you live?
6: I'm in Dayton, Ohio, right now. So obviously, my home is uh, Toledo. Been there. I was there for 17 years. Um, then moved to Dayton. When I went to college, so I went to the University of Dayton there, and you know, I've stayed ever
3: since. Okay, so, so... The
6: lady kind of kept me there, you know. Did so you I, meet... So you met your wife there yeah, in Dayton?
3: Yeah. Okay, and yep. so so is her family there in Dayton? Yep. And so you guys decided to stay? That's awesome, that's awesome. And, it, and it's still not too far from Toledo, so you're still close to home, and then she's still be able to she's still able to be close to home, and then you guys can build this beautiful legacy that you're building, and so yeah. you... Um, our real estate agent for Better Home and Garden Real Estate. um, You've been with them how long?
6: I've been with them for two years.
3: Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, and have you been in real estate only for two years then or?
6: No. So um, it was a a journey that, you know, I kind of started when I really, um, when I graduated from University of Dayton uh, with engineering, um, I went into construction. So commercial construction was like my first passion. Um, But also, Uh, like after a year or so into it, um, I developed a passion for uh, residential real estate as well. So um, I started doing investing. So my first property was a investment property that I lived in. So I bought a foreclosure that was able to, um, Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. It's a live broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> what the music makes behind it? like, music. Hold on, You were about to get the vibe, yeah. I it's got, the whole got, vibe I this morning. You, I got you. I got you. <laughs> so, yeah, so um I got into real estate, and my first house was a fixer-upper. Mm-hmm. So, that was like the big thing for me. You know, it's like, all right. I always talk to my younger generation. I always talk to the people that are coming up. It's like, you don't have to buy your dream home. Right. You don't have to buy the house. That's going to be the, the flashy house or whatever, you know, find a great neighborhood and then buy the house that needs some help Buy yeah. some, the house that needs to be fixed up and then make it the, your own, make it to, to be a, the house that belongs in that neighborhood. So not only are you not spending all your capital, but um, initially, but you can spend it, you know, over time. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole thing. That's the whole way of, you know, leveraging your credit score. We can talk about that later. But also, you know, coming out of school, you're not going to have a whole bunch of money. Right. Or even in high school or even in college. But you can leverage that stuff um, so you can start building that wealth.
3: Yes. And so for someone who is, um, like you said, maybe in a situation where they're like, well, I would love to do that, but I don't got no money even yeah, for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't got no money. Yeah. I don't got no credit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been renting for 10 years. Yep. How do I climb out of this hole?
6: Yeah. 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 So, um, there are a few things that you can definitely do. So take notes, write this down. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, you know, every person's situation is going to be different. You know, there's some people that have debt. It might be uh, school debt, uh, loan debt, whatnot. Um, so what you need to do, and this is uh, something I, I learned from Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey uh, is, is an advocate of getting out of debt. Uh, it's called a snowball method. So the, the, the snowball method is essentially identifying your uh, your biggest debts and also your small debts and figure out how can you pay those debts off and uh, pay them off so, uh, efficiently. So let's say that you have, Um, a debt that's small take care of that debt pay it off and use the monthly payment that you were that you had with that debt and uh, you know use it towards the the next loan so now you're creating a snowball so you know you're not um, using that money for vacations or anything like that like yes you want to go on vacation you want to have that but you know what's more important to you you know, getting out of debt or, you know, having these lavish vacations. Right. That you're going to get yourself in more debt. Right. You're going to use your credit card because you don't have money to begin with. Right. So you got to pay off your credit card. You got to pay off those, those student loans and all that stuff. And then one thing that I kind of put into it, my little spin on it is understand your interest rates. You know, your credit card is going to be the highest interest rates. So make sure you get that stuff paid off first. So you don't have to worry about you know, trying to pay the minimum balance, all you're doing is just, you know, keeping it active. Right. So that's, that's one big thing about, you know, getting out of debt early. And then if you're renting, you know, have um, aspirations of owning. So how are you going to do that? And every, like I said, every person is different. Every situation is different. Right. So how can you establish credit? First thing you need to do is pay off your bills, pay your bills on time. That's the biggest thing. Right. Pay your bills on time. That's going to actually establish some credit for you.
3: And I think it's important that you said that because they're like, and that was why I asked that question a second ago, because there are so many people who may be listening and um, they are like, I don't, I'm never even going to be able to come out of this hole. I'm not going to be able to do that a credit card. I don't even got a credit card. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, but it's what you said, that last piece. Yeah. You have to start somewhere. You can't right. just keep sitting in that hole right. wallowing in, in despair. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. have to start somewhere. And if that starts with you just paying your bills on time, like just create um, – you know, if you have to write it down and, every you know, this bill is due this day, this bill, not even if you, you should be writing it down. Exactly. You know what I mean? This yep. bill is due this day. Pay it beforehand. You know, yep. don't wait until the, the the day of or afterwards. Exactly. If, you know, we have to start with being responsible. Yep. And we have know. to start with just the simple things. Like you said, your utility bills and your, your little, if you don't have a credit card or if you don't have these other things, start with your. Your main bills mm-hmm. start just by paying them on time, you know what I mean, <laughs> and being responsible, you know, because yep. there are so many of us, me included. You know, I'm not saying that to shame anybody or make mm-hmm. anybody feel stupid because I've been that's been me too, you know. Yep. Um, we have to be more responsible,
6: yeah. We all period. been there, we all been there. Um, and then you can also do automatic payments. Like I know we get busy. We got everybody has their own situation and what's going on. So if you can set up those automatic payments, so you don't yes. have to worry about those payments mm. or you know writing that check or whatever. I don't know if people still writing checks these days, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know write that. You don't have to write that check. You can just have it come straight out of your account on the 15th or 16th, whatever it is. Right. So be able to you know establish that, like you said, write all your your uh, your debts down. Um, another thing that I want to also talk about is, you know, you, you establish what your debts are and then you also understand what your income is, right? You know, people think that debt order, to ratio. yeah, they think that to make, to have more money, you need to earn more money. That's not necessarily true in order to have more money in your account. You need to have either less debt or more income and, uh, half the battle is having less debt. Right. And you can have less debt. Who tell me about it. <laughs> you have that that delta where like, all right, if I make, you know, two thousand dollars, you know, a month or every two weeks, but I have fifteen hundred dollars coming out of, my, out of my check. You know, that's that's counterintuitive. So how can I get my debt down and maximize my income? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to work two jobs. You don't have to work 80 hours a week. You don't have to do all that extra stuff you get. You can not exchange time for money. Right. I think.
2: That's actually pretty huge. One of the things that we struggle with and we see uh, with our debt, GS, your credit score. When you talk about credit scores, when someone is looking to own their own property or their own home, what is the rule of thumb for our credit score that someone should try to uh, achieve or have when trying to purchase a home?
6: Right. Right. So uh, I'll answer that. Question in two different ways. So, the first thing is understand what your credit score is. You know, find out what your credit score is. And know. there's a few ways that they do that online for free, right? Yep, exactly. You can do that on for free. You can uh, call your local lender or bank or credit union and find out what your, your credit score is. So you you know, and this is something that I'm going to talk about too with uh, financial literacy is knowing your wealth. You have to know your wealth, and that's part of it. Um, so. As far as a minimum credit score, it needs to be six twenty to six fifty. I can't remember what the minimum is now, but it, it changes a little bit because they have these stipulations on, you know, owning. Okay. Um, but I, I believe it's six fifty. Um, so if you can get your credit score to six fifty, you can at least get your foot in the door. Wow. Okay. Um, so then from there, um, you uh, you might have your interest rate a little bit higher. But as you guys know, interest rates are. Are cheap right now right now Super yeah low Super with the low. pandemic and everything mm, yeah, like that yeah so uh here recently a couple days ago the fed came out and they're saying that all interest rates are going to be pretty much at 0.25 wow. this is the rate uh not necessarily the mortgage rate but this is the the, um, the uh, country's rate of 0.25 through 2023 Wow, even wow. in our minority and <laughs> black communities? Yeah, well, this is across the board, board. across the board. So that's why we have to understand that we can take advantage of this. You know, this is the the perfect time to really take advantage of. You know, you talk about forty acres and a mule. This is our opportunity, right? Wow. Because nobody's mm. gonna give us the opportunity. Not we, at already, all. we already found that out, right? Over this, this past uh century or whatever. Right. So <laughs> right. we not we, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna get uh given this stuff. So We have these opportunities. We have to take advantage of it because at the end of the day, you know, people are going to see green, you know, you may be, you understand that you're black, you want to, you want to take care of yourself. But you know, if we can maximize our money and maybe combine our money, we're going to talk about this too, is, you know, being a business, business partner, you know, finding those business partners where you can bring your capital together and and buy those multi-units, you know, know, buy a a single family or duplex or whatever it is. So,
2: I know our Dr. Finance, Victor Coleman, is excited about hearing the conversation (laughs) as far as when you talk about investing and uh, building a team. (laughs) He said,
3: preach my brother. I I knew
2: knew he was already (laughs) on there. Shout out
3: to Dr. Vic.
0: Uh,
2: One of the things that I heard you also say is when you pay off a bill, yes, it feels good, but get right back to it. Reinvest that into making another payment towards... Uh, like, we, we had our guests in here, and they were talking about reinvest the profit. Mm. So what I hear, hear you saying, G, is when you pay that bill, clap, applaud, that's a victory, yep. but get right back into the next one so that you can, because you just gave us a benchmark if you want to own your own home. Is it highly unlikely if your credit score is not in the 600 that you won't get approved for a home?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's
3: what expect them said we're gonna have that real conversation. And then um, you know, it was very important what you said about the debt to income ratio because, you know, uh um I was you know, I'm in the process right now of um I wouldn't say buying a home, but just going through the counseling process, process, you know, and getting to a state where I can be Mm pre-approved and and then buy the home. Um, And I'm learning a lot. You know what I mean? There's so much that we don't even realize or understand that goes into the process. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, the debt to income ratio thing, you can my credit. What they told me was my credit was where it needed to be. But that debt to income ratio, I I mean, my student loans got me, you know, you Mm -hmm. know, and and that's it. That's all my debt is like, I've, I've gotten my debt down to a point where I don't have any credit cards. I don't have all this miscellaneous stuff. It's literally my student loans Mm -hmm. and my student loans, you know, with, with my debt, I mean, with my income, it's, they were like, we you know, you got to get your income up. You got to get that debt down. And you know, so now moving forward, I'm just going through the process of doing that, being Mm -hmm. to getting myself to that place where I can go ahead and be pre-approved and buy a home. But talk about that process because so many people don't even know that there is a process.
6: Yeah, there is (laughs) definitely is a process. And, you know, you hit something, you know, real hard about student loans, you know, and I, I went to college, you know, I have, Student loans, actually, I'm paying my last student loan off. Oh, you're so, that's a blessing. <laughs> oh, man, that's an, that's an amazing accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and, you know, college is great. Um, but, you know, some college I say that's kind of like the biggest scam huh. out here in life right now is, is, is uh, the college degree. Uh, but at the same time, I still want uh, to... The expect earth. the unexpected, <laughs> you said a scam? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what you need to do Obviously, you want to get um, your education, but people shy away from uh, these. Uh, um, uh, trades. No, oh. not only just trades, but um, like, uh, what's the I can't think Like getting your associate's degree oh. uh, in uh, community college. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Uh, going to community college is just a lot cheaper. I yes. Mean, way. I cheaper. went to the University of Dayton. Flyers in the building. Yeah. 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 <laughs> $30,000 for a year. And this is, that was then. Now it's like 70. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we have to understand like, all right, how can I, you know, limit my debt early on? That's why we got to start from, you know, with early generation. We got to talk about this stuff. We got to have a a real conversation with our kids about this stuff. And then for us, you know, the older guys, you know, trying to get out of debt, you know, how do you, how do you manage that? How do you, you know, drive from getting out of debt? You got to really take it step by step. Gotta take it te- uh, you know one step at a time. You know how can I pay this one loan off? You know what can I do? From you have to quit earnings? trying to cut corners, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, that's one thing, and and then also understand that what's important. You know, we have to understand what's important, yes. and and you know is that that those those, those tennis shoes important? You know, <laughs> right? And, uh, you know, is that vacation really important? And I think that in 2020, you have really. Had a, a opportunity to really start looking at yourself in the mirror a little bit more. Oh like, yes! Like wait a minute, why am I? Why was I doing this? I'm, I'm chilling. I'm good right now. I don't. <laughs> I don't need to go. You know, everywhere. You know, I'm not saying don't go on vacation. Everybody needs to enjoy themselves and all that stuff. But you, you can do both. You understand that you can do both. Mm-hmm.
2: What one of the things that we have here, G, is we have a very engaging. Podcast. This is the number one urban podcast in the country. And so Sir. just want, want to take a moment again. Thank you, you, man. But also, some weighing in on some of our folks that's showing love. We got to say good morning to Alex, Sandra, Trey World, Tabitha, Andrew Z, Yolanda, Tony, all the way in Nashville. That's coming from Nashville. And hey, Leah Renee, how you doing? Hey. Some of our other folks. Miss <laughs> uh, Jenkins, hey, Gwen. Christina Rodriguez, Mom House is here. Hey, Shasta. Katie, Fred LeFevre is weighing in. Mr. William Boone, any of your uh, asphalt needs or need to get repaved, call call my partner William Boone. Hey, Miss Pooh, Tasha Brown is here. That's Murky Murk Auntie. Jerry is in the building. Man, again, good morning to all those. And then we got some folks kind of laughing. Guess who's laughing? Murky Murk. (laughs) And that's what we enjoy, man. So when people are really listening to the conversation, it – it is weighing over to people that's paying attention and listening. Now, nah, I'm that person. That shit sound like it's too much, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get straight to it, man. It just sound like, man, you got to walk me. What? And this is something that Dr. Vic talks about. All the things that you're talking about is great for my life. It's like good food. You're supposed to eat right there. Yeah. How do you push through the process?
0: Right.
1: That's
2: the part that we have to remember. That's why we like our group. Uh, financially lit where they make it creative in building wealth
1: mm-hmm. because
2: if you just have a conversation with me G, I don't want to hear that shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
2: so yeah. how do you how do you be creative right. in creating the conversation that make me want to stay in that process right let's and- reach the, let's reach that hard to reach target population
6: right yeah yeah and before we even get into that you know big shout out to doc vic man because uh i i've been knowing him uh for a while as well uh kind of growing up and you know seeing his progression and uh he's done from streets to stocks oh my god man (laughs) you know (laughs) i hope you listen to that victor (laughs) brothers paying homage to you and and you never know who is watching you know you never know who's watching so that's why we have to do what we need to do to be an example you know, we have to, to, to be that example because you never know who's watching you. And you're like, man, you know, I remember when they was like in the streets or they was just kicking it or whatever. And now look at them. So, um, but Absolutely. Anyway, and thank you for that yeah, love. Yeah. Also want to say
2: what's up to one of our grinders that grind with us all the time. We have your t-shirt, Miss Amy Meredith. What's up, cuz? Love you. But yeah, man, how do we get creative yeah, yeah. and engaging the audience that – with so much going on in society that really want to pay attention to your wealth. Yeah. You want that back. Right. We see it in YouTube. We see it in the videos, but we know right now money is really becoming obsolete. Mm. Cash money anyway.
6: Right, right, right. So, um, for those who don't know, I, I played sports growing up. So what you play, man? I played football, basketball, and baseball. And then, actually, I went to college. I played football for for the Flyers. Okay, yeah, what yeah, position, man? Running back.
2: Big shout out. Okay, yeah, yeah. we'll knock the shit out of you. But okay, you back? <laughs>
6: nah, you too big, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to You would have got out my way again
2: yeah, yeah, the no scat, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the big sick to the house. <laughs> now you're taking it financially yeah. to the house. Yeah, exactly. That's so what's up.
6: you have to use that same mindset. Everybody has that that skill or that drive that got them got them to yeah. to that point a to point b right so for me it's like with football people are always telling me like man you too small or oh the not, haters not fast enough or whatever i'm like okay i'm just gonna do a hard watch me it's gonna right. go faster <laughs> you know i'm just gonna you know do that extra you know extra weight or whatever it is to get to that point you have to find you know, your muse you have to find that drive that's going to take you to the next level because you're going to have haters you got to use that for ammunition to, to go to that next level. You and know? you're going
3: to get discouraged, you know, and what I would say to yeah. answer to, to just to, you know, answer a little bit more about what Teresa is saying. I think, and I think what you're saying was, listen, you can say all you want, that you don't want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. If, if somebody's trying to sit here and educate you on okay. some something and, and, and you're saying in your mind, Oh, that's too much. I ain't about that. Well, then you're not ready to take that next step and elevate to the next level. Right. I was at that place one time where, you know, all of this stuff you're talking, people are trying to educate me. And I'm like, man, that's too, I ain't got that, you know, and look where I'm at. I'm still not a homeowner. You yep, know what I'm saying? Yep. So now I'm ready. And now I'm like, I'm ready to sit down and receive that and take step by step, whether I got to go baby step by baby step. If that takes me two more years, three more years, whatever it's going to be now, I'm ready because I no longer want to have to live the way I've been living. I All want right. to free myself. I want to own a home. I want to create generational wealth. So now I'm ready to so. just sit down, listen, learn, do my research. Get myself to a place where I need to be so that I can do it. So I think it just comes to a place where it's our mindset. It's like our boy Dre McCullum was saying when he was here that day. He said, it starts with your mindset. If oh, you're yeah. still in that mindset, like, that's too much. I ain't about to do that. Well, then you don't want great things for your life. You know what I mean? Well, like
6: Here's a, you, a question that you need to ask yourself is, like, what do you want? Right. What do you want out of your life? If you, know? you don't want to be
2: financially cool yeah. or yeah. empowered, what do right. you want? So to Leah's point and your point, G, so we got – interns in here who's listening to this conversation and sometimes these things get a little bit we break down what do your bank account look like man what does your saving so not even not even your income what does your saving account has look like with the road you have taken what do you have in your savings not what you spend Mm -hmm. but what your bank account look like just on the saving side Right. right
6: taking this journey that you have taken right so look at this the the big thing that people have to understand is Having an emergency fund. Your emergency fund or your savings account is really just for your emergency fund. And you shouldn't necessarily have a whole bunch of money in your savings account. Wow. That nothing. Okay, just sitting there? You're just sitting there. Why would you have money? You know, I'm not saying don't have a savings account. You need to have. A good 10 grand in your savings account. Don't, don't get me wrong. Bro, you
2: got 10,000 sitting in, in your savings account? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I need to <laughs> ask holler at you. He got about 10 bands. But <laughs> that's what's up
6: no, now. That's all perspective of yes, how much you are making. Yes, much, sir. You know, because if I'm making. How um, long did
2: it take you to put 10,000 in? And you a family man? Oh, yeah,
6: yeah. So, I how long did it did. take
2: you to put 10 bands in your savings? At uh, least 10 bands.
6: I mean, it, it, honestly, my first year out of college, I was already there wow yeah. okay but honestly I at twenty
2: 23. 23 you already had 10 bands and but yo guess
6: what I, I got married and i had <laughs> and, and like i and was like changes. i was like man i'm i'm, I'm damn near struggling yeah i'm like okay uh um, and this is a podcast so you can say that shit too <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i, I got that <laughs> so i'm like all right so how do i make a change in, in my my circumstances, because your situation is going to change. Right. You cannot. I mean, you can't control it. But everybody has aspirations, you know, not just financially, but, you know, people want to get married. They want to have kids. They want to have this family um, that comes with a lot of costs, a lot of debt. You know, I spent like fourteen thousand dollars on my wedding for a day. I look back at it like, really, why did I do that? You know, but, but at the same time, it it was because of your circuit your mindset that time. If my, my mindset today, I probably wouldn't have done that, but understand that you're going to go through your, your situation. And I always say like in your twenties, that's like the most selfish time of your life. You're yeah. going to be trying to do things for you. You don't want to live your life. Mm-hmm. You want to uh, live your best life. Yeah. You want to say whatever. Um, but as you get into your 30s and your 40s, you start really kind of like looking back at it. Like, right. Okay, I just I spent 14. It. Man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, well, I you gotta know gotta what we could have done with 14?
2: Yeah, and just, we got kids. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: So going back to the savings uh, thing, you know, you have to have money in your savings account. But you can invest. You can do stocks. So I do foreign exchange. I do. Uh, I trade foreign exchange uh, currency. Um, and also commodities. So I don't, I don't necessarily get into the stocks too much, but I know that I can invest in foreign exchange. I can invest in real estate. That's why we're here. I can invest in real estate too. So I have uh, you know, two properties that um, going to be having. I have income coming in residually right mm-hmm. now. Uh, I've, I've done. And what two they flips. and for those that don't yeah. know what
2: I did not mean, cut you off. But yeah. let them know what
6: residual means. Yeah, yeah. Some people don't know what that means. Right, right. So residual income or passive income is something, and I would say like. You did something right one time, and then you were getting paid for it for month after month after month after month. So I bought a property for $50,000 cash, right? Bought uh, a property, $50,000 cash, and I have no monthly payments, and I'm able to get $950 a month from that property
2: that you invested that yeah. 50,000 yeah, how yeah. long ago
6: that was uh two years ago wow yeah wow. no I'm, I'll take that back a uh, year and a half was, okay but yeah um, so when I when, when I say that is you can take that 50,000 dollars which it wasn't money that I came from that that was in my savings account it wasn't that it came from my house I had equity in my house check it out so you can take equity out of your house and leverage that equity in your house and Put it towards um, a property. So don't think that I'm just out here just with buku money in my right. pocket. It's not that. It's I put money in my house. So my best asset is my property.
2: Absolutely, man. My my uh, God that talks about that. But we got to take a break. And okay. more with you, because this is good stuff yes. right here. Yes, yeah. yes. This is what that good fool is. I'm yes. tired of being broke. If you're tired yes. of being broke, right <laughs> here on Financial Financial Friday, right here on the All New Rising Grind Morning Show, presented to you by the 419
7: Podcast Stay with us.
1: This is another 419 Grind exclusive.
7: Welcome to Financial Fridays at the 419 Grind Studio. My name is Victor J. Coleman Jr., also known as the Doctor of Finance. Today's topic, house hacking. What is house hacking? People look at me funny every time I say that. House hacking is where you live for free. Hmm? How do you live for free? Take advantage of your credit. A good credit score can get you a good mortgage loan. But what you'll do is, instead of buying a single family home, you'll buy a multi-family home. That's anything from two to four units. Buying that multi-family home, you'll live in one unit for at least a year, but in you living in that one unit, you live for free. Whatever the mortgage is, the tenant pays. So if you bought a duplex, for example, and let's say the mortgage was $500, you live in one unit for free, and the tenant pays a minimum of $500 to help cover the mortgage. That's how you house hack. If you've learned the house hack, what it does is it frees your money up for additional investing. It lets you pay off student loans. It lets you pay off your car loans. It lets you invest in the stock market. It also lets you buy more real estate. That's what house hacking is. So listen, if you want to truly be financially free, you have to understand what it means to be financially free. And that simply means use your money to free up your time and your dime. That's my message this week. Again, My name is Victor J. Coleman Jr., also known as the Doctor of Finance. For more financial tips and tricks like these, send me a text 419-909-6196 or follow us on all social media at The 419 Grind.
2: to you by the 419 Podcast. Again, big shout out to Andre McCullough with uh, Tell Me Why. Also, make sure you vote this podcast, the best uh, podcast in the ToledoCityPaper.com. Also, make sure G, that when you get done with this that you go to YouTube, put in the 419 Grind, you subscribe to the page, share it, let people know because this is the the part that we talk about having real live financial wealth. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was hearing you and Leah have a conversation off air about some steps that she had, she wish she would have taken prior to, so she wouldn't be in the predicaments that she's in now. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that I would like for us to always keep in mind is the time that you have to spend with managing your finances. If you had to give a 24 hour, and I like to break things down in increments. That's just kind of how I operate. Gee, How much time do you spend in a day managing, viewing, monitoring your finances with some of the investments that you have been in Mm -hmm. out of a 24-hour day?
6: Yeah, yeah, I look at my finances pretty much every day. That's one thing, you know make sure and that's another thing with fraud and all that stuff okay. <laughs> yeah yeah because you, 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 you got, know, got something that they'll come after they, they'll just be practicing with me <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, just, they just getting their practice boy you go to my security, social security number that shit like my weight <laughs> <laughs> you gonna go to jail you gonna be practicing
3: no uh, but that that's so true uh what yeah. you said about fraud because i think that's another thing like so many of us are trying to cut corners mm-hmm. again like i said and um The whole debt to income ratio Like a person will maybe Like not claim all of their income In a year on a tax return Trying to get a tax return money And then not even realize You set yourself up for failure Because Mm -hmm. now when you try to go get a home Or you're trying to work on your credit They're looking at your income Like no your income ain't matching your debt But really that's not even your real income So now you've screwed yourself You know so again it's that Don't cut corners Mm -hmm. You know just take it step by step And do what you gotta do And put in that work
6: Yep so uh, just to answer your question Um, You need to definitely look at your finances like every day, understand, you know, what your goal is. You know, my wife and I, uh, let's see, it was probably three weeks ago. We were saying, all right, what's our five year goal right now? Uh, What's our our year goal? Because you got to have those goals outlined, you know, even if you don't achieve it you can make, you can roll it over to right, next year right um, and and try to reach those goals the, those next the next year um but if you don't have a goal to reach you'll never reach anything so mm-hmm. um, so what's your five goal. year goal since you said to, since you and the wife multi uh, multimillionaire so,
2: uh-huh. so- <laughs> he went
0: straight he went
6: straight to it. that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, big shout out
2: to your wife
6: big much yes. love to your wife yes. no yes. shout out yes. yeah yeah my much wife love. Shantae Wimberly she she's is she's so beautiful like, my rock like she's my ceo i'm be honest with you love that. she's my ceo because because um i i put it like this she's like the ceo and i'm going to be like the the project manager i'm going to execute but she's mm. going to come up with these these uh, uh, Visions the, the and vision, yeah. the principles. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. we, yes. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but guys just have that like we're gonna run through a wall kind of mentality. Yeah. But and she like, no, let me just move this out the way. Yeah, <laughs> right. I love it. Like you, you working too hard. <laughs> right, said, oh, let me just move this wall. It's that's movable. an amazing so, queen right there. Yeah, yeah. So we work well together. We that's move awesome. in the same direction. Um, so that's very important. That's a, a life skill.
2: One of one of the things that we know as men, you, uh the level of a man's success has a lot to do with the woman in his life mm-hmm. so to hear you mentioning to be a multi-million dollar family yep. and we move with the same on the same track yes even when we don't understand we even when we get frustrated the end goal is still being multi-million so how are we gonna scratch that off right and get to going and I'll give you a case in point real real quickly yep. um last what was this today is Friday. Yep. On Wednesday, me and Leah had a little <laughs> Scratch right? A little scuffle Verbal scuffle, right scuffle. <laughs> But the goal was to come back on air And produce a great show To be the number one urban podcast in the country mm-hmm. And what I had to do When I had uh, uh, our intern in here And I said, I got to Apologize to Leah For how I responded to her mm. And so the young brother That's in here, Dwayne, he said Man, I struggle with saying sorry And we do that as a man. When we don't agree and it don't go our way, we struggle with apologizing in the goal. But at the end of the the day, I need Leah. Leah needs me so that we can continue to be the best anchor duo. We continue to be the number one podcast in the country. And we continue to show that we can work through our adversity to be strength. Yes. Because you just said you're about to be a multi-million dollar family. We're mm. about to be a multi-million dollar media po- podcast company. Yep. You're going to have those challenges. I don't want the hee-hee and the ha-ha on my team. Mm. I need to know, oh, that's her trigger. That's my trigger. Right. That's so we know how to manage. And like Leah, you always say, just give me a minute. Mm. So a minute. that's why when I went back and I sent back, hey, Leah, I apologize about that. Because we got a goal. The goal is being number one. Yep. When they say urban podcast and they pop that thing up, that thing going to say 419 grind. Oh, this is me, but it says on this side, the 419 grind right. podcast exclusive. So G, when you talk about moving mm-hmm. with your wife on the days, that it's a little bit challenging.
6: Yeah. Yeah. But look, what, look what you're doing right now. You're speaking into existence. this. Absolutely. You have to have these affirmations, you know, you have to speak this stuff. You have to live it. Uh, because right now, like, you know, relationship wise, you guys are in a, a, a partnership, um, a marriage. Like, mm-hmm. this is something that you guys are going to create together. Um, so, you have to work out these differences and know each other's triggers know each other's um you know positives you know what what are you good at that you might not be good like leah might be um you know very detailed you might be the vision it it depends but as long as she's a beauty too
2: she you rather walk in and look at her than look at me yeah yeah yeah. you need that too yeah
6: yeah and the viewers and the listeners too
2: like she she, and that's what i i I let her know she is that soft voice sometimes you don't even have to say nothing right i could be the loudest Person in the room Or I can be the quietest
0: mm. I know my worth
2: mm. I know it just like you said And Leah mentioned too No one is going to outwork us Right So when you talk about financial wealth mm-hmm. Show me my opponent
6: There you go <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like When I was talking about football I was like Look if you If you ain't 15 pounds More than me uh, you know, Two three inches taller than me Then you're going to lose Period Period And that's how I'm looking at my <laughs> bank account Yeah <laughs> Yeah
2: Yeah <laughs> So. And, and and Leah what that does and has he talked about spending time because time matter mm-hmm. time counts time is a revenue one thing that I always would like for us to do on this show is because you are a resource mm-hmm. you are from Toledo mm-hmm. what would you give back to make sure somebody is financially fit one year from today mm-hmm. September 21. What can somebody say, gee, you gave back to help? You gave us some information. Now, yes. how you, Now are you going to put the information with the conversation right.
6: to produce results? So this is what I'm developing now is a mentorship program. We're trying to... Uh, you know, create this mentorship because, you know, one is not judgmental.
2: Shop- You're not going to laugh because I ain't got my, my, my bank account look no, funny. No, no, no. My debt look crazy. You ain't going to look at me crazy like, man, he ain't had this. And you ain't going
6: to go back and talk about me and expose nah, me and all that ugly that, stuff. At the end of the day, for real, though, because, you know, we were talking about, um, you know, you know, trying to create this generational wealth and all that stuff. I think that us as Black people, we have this crabs in the barrel mentality, oh my crabs God. in the bucket mentality, mm. it, and it's because it's not enough of us doing positive things, not enough of us making this money, not enough of us doing this this big uh, ordeal. So. I'm applauding every time somebody is striving for success yes. because we need more of us. Because, you know, uh, our our, our um, white brothers and sisters out there, there's plenty of them, right? There's plenty of them doing- At least we think it is things. anyway. Uh-oh. Yep. There's plenty of them I'm doing. I'm destroying all your nah, stuff. You no, there. no, you, you good. good.
4: You, one thing about you, you can pay for it. Expect <laughs> unexpected. You can pay hey, for I'm it. about to roll out right now. <laughs> we'll take all a right.
3: piece of them to Bands. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
6: see y'all later. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, so, um, you know, we have to have that, that mentorship. I think I'm losing it. There you um, go. All right, testing, testing. <laughs> You're back. I'm back. Okay, yes, y'all can hear me? All right, cool, cool. We <laughs> have a little technical difficulties. All right, so having that mentorship is what is so important. You know, you have to have that mentorship, and it has to be continuous. You have to be able to be there all the time. I have a couple mentees now that they'll hit me up like, "Man, I'm you know, going through a situation. I want to, you know, try to expand myself financially. You know, how do I get out of debt and all this stuff." and it's me bring my time together because for me, my purpose is to promote financial literacy and overall just serve. Wow, I mean, your purpose is always. You to serve. can't leave without love. You can't save without serve. <laughs> yeah. so, so thank you. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm serving my community and if I'm being a, uh, a change or you know advocate to somebody's life then that's what it's all about. You know, and we talk about this all the time is that, um, you know, we have the negative, we have like the drug dealers and whatnot. You know, what's the difference between me and the drug dealer? It's not money. It's not finances. It's, um, it's, it's availability. It's accountability. It's visibility. Mm. Say those three again. <laughs> it's availability. It's accountability. It's visibility. Mm. So, um, you know, how visible am I? Am I out there in the streets? Am I am I showing people I'm here? Like, you know, am I doing enough? We're, we're not doing enough to be out there and showing people that there is a different way. Yeah. There is another opportunity other than just the status quo. Just because you didn't make it as a, a athlete, just because you didn't make it, um, you know, as an entertainer or a rapper or whatever, doesn't mean that's it.
3: Or like you said, if you were a drug dealer, that doesn't mean that's it. Yeah, 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 say, yeah. Take yeah. that money and, like, and put and it into something. And i to
6: you that you were a, a drug dealer. It's like, all right, you can change your life and you can you can do you know better things with it. You know, right. it's like you know. Everybody has a second chance. How uh, do you take advantage of the, that second chance?
2: Lee, I think that is so huge. What he's saying, and yes, we definitely appreciate you here on the all new yeah, Rising Grind mm-hmm. Morning yep. Show because this is the number one urban podcast in the country. So I don't care who you go speak to. You speaking on the you speaking to the world right now, and is being on it's being streamed on so many platforms. But one thing that I took from your spirit right so our listeners and viewers they're not in the studio they're not feeling it they're not feeling what we're seeing in the studio and this is one thing that is very refreshing Leah that someone like Victor Coleman and like Greg y'all have an inviting spirit Mm y'all seem like a safe place Mm. to be vulnerable to show you my vulnerability yes to show you my social security number without mm -hmm. feeling
3: judged without
2: Mm -hmm. feeling judged so that's a and that ain't something you can that you you necessarily plan for that's just on your life right. so uh i would even say taking someone like leah who y'all have a relationship with, and putting leah putting these interns, let that you, you talking about your mentee uh menteeship that you're talking about you can start right here with three people to walk them through because your aura and your spirit my friend right and victor as well mm-hmm. you have a very inviting really to say it. yeah uh man i got you mm-hmm. i'm not gonna judge you we're gonna use your stripes as your strength
6: yes mm-hmm. and it's because you know for me you know i was blessed enough to grow up in a two-parent household yeah uh, shout out, had, out to the Wimberleys. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um you know, uh, my sister the just in-
2: passed was that was you related to him the
6: brother oh, that was who was that
2: Oh, uh, he was in a car accident that was well known here in the city. Okay. Uh last name Wimberly. I but oh, if you no,
6: was I I hope not. But uh, you know uh, Okay. That.
2: Yeah, yeah. No. Because um, that last name here in the city of Toledo. Yeah, uh, yeah is, is, is no. Yeah, yeah. Come with so, weight. We'll right, right. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so, um, oh, you talking about last year. Last year. Yeah. So that's that's another story, but we're okay. not. Uh, necessarily related, um, but we were, we were trying to figure out if we were related. Okay. So okay. with that family, so yes, I know that family. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, uh, play sports with them. Yep. And all that stuff, so that was definitely a, a big deal, for yeah. sure.
2: And I again, just you- correlating that to the last name of your last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was, a. you went to start, too? I went to start, Royce. yeah, yeah. I knew that hey, was coming, because he did, Royce. too. Royce. <laughs> big yeah. shout, big shout out to Roy C. Yeah. <laughs> one, one moment before you go into that, uh-huh. For all those that's weighing in right now, hit the love button. If you plan on being in a better position that you were in from last year to now, hit the love button. I mean, just hit it. Hit mm-hmm. the like button. If you plan on being in a better position mm-hmm. financially than you was yesterday, right, than you right. was last year.
6: Yep. So, I'm sorry. What was your question? Can I, can I ask you something? <laughs>
3: yeah. um, what? Okay, because you talked about the mentorship. So, what exactly... Oh is included in that mentorship for someone who's interested or someone who wants to like figure out a way and get that guidance. What do they do? What's included? How do they,
6: you know what I mean? So, and like I said, every situation, every person has a different you know thing that's going It's a different process. So you have to, the the first thing is writing down, I'm sorry. uh, The first thing is going to be writing down what your situation is. Okay. Uh, So it'll be, you know, a list of questions of, you know, um, you know, what's your credit score? Um, you know, what's your your, your debt? Um, how much is your income? You know, what, what what's your goals? All that stuff. Um, and then we're going to start to understand, you know, what's the one-year, three-year, five-year goal from there. And your goals have to match your income, has to match your debt, right. has to match your credit score, right. all that stuff. So no goal is unachievable. You just have to understand how to get there. What's the playbook? What and Your playbook is going to be different for every person. Right. This is not necessarily, um, you know, at, at start, when I played for start, everybody had the same playbook. You know, every playbook is going to be different for yeah. that particular person. Mm-hmm. So the mentorship is going to be based off of, you know, tailored towards you and figure out, you know, how do you get to those goals and really meet every week and talk about where you are, wow. yeah. that goal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, that's I love huge. that. That's that's, that's,
3: yeah, that is huge. Yeah. That's huge. <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. Is that at a cost? Well, we haven't. So <laughs> this, is not, <laughs> this is hasn't been developed quite yet. We're we're working on that with my business partner. Um, so uh, I can't disclose anything gotcha. quite yet. But um, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of a cost, you know.
3: I mean, because that takes time and, and effort, the, and the you know. Thing and is you have
6: to invest in yourself. Yes, you. We do. We have not. We we will we will pay for some Jordans or some will, Gucci or some Gu- <laughs> or, or some Gucci or whatever it is. But we won't invest in ourselves, right? I, I never. When it comes to that. somebody
3: like you saying, okay, I have this mentorship program, but it does come at a fee. Now it's oh, you gonna make me pay? But you don't mind buying a three hundred dollar pair of exactly. shoes? Like it's crazy.
6: Like I don't care if you pay for that stuff. I don't care if you buy that stuff but understand that you can use um a 10% of that uh-huh. to go towards investing in yourself or in something else. Yes. Why can't you do that?
3: Yeah, that's that's what, you're right. Yep. Because I definitely, you know, again, especially like working um, you know, in my history working in the adult industry and and this is for all those ladies and gentlemen who are now working in that mm-hmm. field and you see that heavy cash flow coming in, right. you know, you know, be smart. Don't be stupid. You yeah. know what I mean? Invest that money into something that's exactly. going to create, like you said, that re- residual income. You know, right. I I've made so much money over the years. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I, I did, I wasn't, it was coming and going so fast. I wasn't paying attention to nothing. You know, right. I remember one year I looked up uh fifth Third sent me, my, um my bank statement and it's, it had like the end of the year, just what I had paid them in overdraft fees mm-hmm. was like $1,800. Mm. in one year i paid eighteen hundred dollars in overdraft fees mm-hmm. like but it was so much money coming and going so quick that i never even paid attention to yeah, it yeah. like you know what i mean them little you 35 just, fees as here as long 30. as you
6: was good like as long as your finance you was able to pay for stuff you and was it's, like all right and
3: it's so stupid because yep. i made so much money over the years that i don't have nothing to show for it mm-hmm. you know and that's where we have to like you said be responsible yeah. investing yourself yeah. you know, know if what you
6: you know what your net income is your your, your net worth is rather Uh, You got to know these things so you can start achieving these goals like you might have a negative net worth. and You don't even realize it. So, you know, understand what that is so you can start working on it.
2: Right. That's one of the most important things about gaining access to funds Mm -hmm. when you're working, when you making money. How do you team up with somebody? Because as you just mentioned, Leah, you saw a check. You saw cash flow. Hmm. But who did you team up with when you had your cash flow?
3: And let me tell you, too, just to piggyback on what you're saying, because I was about to say this, too. Sometimes we got to stop saying yes to everything because, (laughs) you know... I didn't have nobody to team up. I didn't team up. I wasn't teaming up with the right people. And and I was distributing too much money out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it was coming so freely and so mm-hmm. quickly, people around you see that, you know, and then it's like, oh, I need this. I need that. And then I'm not a selfish person. So if I mess with you like that, if you're my people, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm, I'm going to look out. You know what I mean? So we have to be at a place where it's OK to say no. I mean, because if you don't got it like that and I didn't have it, I may have had money coming in, but I didn't have it like that to just be giving it out. If all that money that I gave out, I would have invested into myself. I wouldn't be sitting here like I don't have nothing to show for this. You know what I mean? So it's okay to say no sometimes. If you don't got it, you don't got it. Mm -hmm. We 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 sit up trying to help somebody, but you can't even help yourself. You know? And I've been in that place. Like you have to get out of that. You know? Like you said, you have to team up with the right people, put your money in the right places, and if those people who are coming asking you for something and they get mad, well then so be it. You know what I mean?
2: Right. And that's what comes with finances being disciplined being in a place of understanding. And so those that's listening and driving, that's on the highway, I know you're trying to get your finances together. Let the 419 Grind podcast be a resource for you to help you connect you to those financial pieces because that's why this podcast is so important, G, because we are the team. And what I mean by that is we, even if you don't trust the persons, Mm -hmm. we can connect you to the persons that will help you team up to stop living check to check in flight mode. Because one thing that we haven't discussed in this uh, conversation and we could come back because we got to take a break Mm -hmm. is flight or survival with my finances. Mm -hmm. When shit start getting, like you said, I got married Mm -hmm. when you said I had to, now I had to I start having kids and expenses start coming up. Damn that. What I invested in. Right. But if I know I got a team that's going to support me Mm -hmm. and coach me through that to let me know, okay, that something might have to get shut off for me. You might have to cut this off a minute to get back on track. And I, you're still going to be good. Mm-hmm. you still going to be good. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that the pandemic and COVID-19 has showed me that, man, no matter what, I didn't make this type of money in COVID, man, I'm good. So mm-hmm. don't go nowhere. Right now, we're yes. going to get more and more. How are we going to keep you with money in your pocket to pay for your expenses, to help your family, and you don't have to stress about it. Don't go nowhere. It's the all-new Rise and Grind Morning Show presented to you by the 419 Podcast exclusive.
5: while cultivating cultural change.
4: the swag contagious bitch from the kicks to the fragrance uh, me and my nigga the hottest your boyfriend get mad when you play us nigga oh. yeah, that, that drip so amazing wow. Produced track just blazing came up from basement now bitches take cases now I tell us do a track and I made it now I'm in the booth cooking up great shout out to all of my haters run the you looking yellow purple like the Lakers. the girl picked you like I done had naked now I'm laid at aviating swinging fuckers you thinking bitch I got flavor my story your story I'm making like bacon, bitch, move that ass. Thought it was Matrix, yeah. stress pants, man. I thought it was naked. Gotta close my eyes, I cannot take it. Told her chase spread baby, come break it. Or oh, a fake dead, no time be wasted. Taking straight shots, get what I'm saying. Life too short, I am not playing. I might fucking a like I'm jacking off. Whoa. That pussy get killed, yeah, I wiped it off. Yeah. I've been so annoyed because of this virus. A nigga get shot if a nigga cough. I fuck my plug bitch and I ripped them off. Big boss like Ricky Ross.
3: Back to the all-new Rising Grind Morning Show. It's your girl, Miss Leah Renee, and our boy, Big Treese had to step out just for a second. So it's me and our guest, Greg Wimberly, here. Yes, ma'am. We were talking real estate and home ownership before we went to the break. And, um, you know, Montrice made a statement about having a team, which is so very important because it's so everyone knows that it's so difficult to do things on your own, you know, and when you have that team, like he said, if if I'm lacking one week or one month or whatever then I got my teammates to back me up, you know and so um, and you even spoke about how important, you know having your wife who is your teammate and CEO alongside of you and how you know, be, because of her is how you guys have been able to be so successful and so um, I just think that we have to all be mindful of that you know like we have to be mindful of the people that we surround ourselves with we have to be mindful of the team of people you have around you because if they're just taking 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 and not pouring anything into you and you guys aren't growing together then it's a pointless relationship right you know what i mean yeah
6: yeah definitely
3: but yeah so we were talking in the break about real estate and opportunity zones and um I, i was like it's you know I've never even heard of that. So, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Now I want you to tell all the listeners about what you were talking to me about opportunity zones.
6: Right. So with opportunity zones in in every state is different, but uh, essentially there's opportunity zones that have been determined by the state and all the local municipalities uh, where the underdeserved or impoverished areas are. um, And, you know, how can you invest in those areas to to make them right again um so and how can you revitalize those areas so there are quite a few areas in in Dayton Ohio that we're able to take advantage of because the opportunity zones and there's money being poured into it and there's incentives from for investors to to make these areas very you know very beautiful so with that being said you know little little guys, little investors, um, you know, like you and I, we can come in there and, you know, buy a home, buy a multi-unit or whatever it is for very cheap, because we know that in one, two, three years from now, that the cost of that home is going to appreciate as exponentially. So that's why I say the time is now, because like we talked about before, the interest rates are, are low. If you can get your credit score right, and then if you get some capital together, you know, bring your, uh, with a partner or whatever, um, you can bring your capital, put it together and, uh, you know, buy that property, buy that property. So you can start really creating this wealth. And you know, that property that you bought for $20,000 two years from now may be worth $120,000. Right. And not only are you getting rent from it, cause you can rent it out and let that thing sit. Uh, and, and you can rent that property out or you can eventually sell it if you want to, but we have to take advantage of, because if we don't, you know who will, There's going to be other people out there, other big investors that are going to take advantage of this stuff. And we're going to be in the same situation that we're in now.
3: Right. And that, excuse me, that's good information because like I said, I didn't even know about opportunity zones. Um, so what is and you spoke about Dayton because that is where you live, but um, what about people in Toledo or other areas? Yeah. Um, is that the same for yeah. every single area and region?
6: Just Google Opportunity Zones. Um, I forget what website it is on, but if you Google Opportunity Zones in, in Toledo, Opportunity Zones in Dayton, whatever uh, your area is, yeah. It yeah. will pop up um, and you'll be able to identify on the map um, where the Opportunity Zones are.
3: Okay, yeah, yeah so that's, that's great information because... Um, many people don't know about resources like that Mm -hmm. and there are so many of our neighborhoods that have been you know run down and um, so many properties that are you know just sitting they're just um, you know taking up space they're um, taking down the uh, value of the neighborhoods Mm -hmm. and we as a people you know in our own communities have that ability to do that if we just do the work do the research we can buy back those properties buy revitalize the them yep. and revitalize the neighborhood yes. but everybody's getting a little bit of money and running out the hood and buying that house out exactly. in you know that they can't even afford right. <laughs> out in you know timbuktu wherever right. where we're not rebuilding our neighborhoods
6: yeah i heard something from uh, dj envy he was like you can't call something your hood or your block if you don't own anything in it mm. so if you are living in Toledo or Dayton or Columbus or whatever it is, you call that, you represent that city, you represent that neighborhood, whatever, buy something in it. Right. You know, buy something in it and make it, make it what you want it to be. You know, make it better. So, you know, they call it opportunity zones. This is our opportunity to do that so we can buy back that block.
3: Yeah. And it's like you said earlier, you know, for those um, who are just tuning in or didn't or maybe didn't catch this part um, about that 40 acres and 40 acres in a mule. Mm -hmm. We keep screaming and crying about it. How we ain't got we're not going to get it. (laughs) We might as well just let that go. We ain't going to get it. Okay, let it go. Quit sitting back, waiting for somebody to give you something Mm -hmm. and get up off your butt and Mm -hmm. make it happen. You know, we can make it happen. We just have to do the work.
6: Yeah. And it's not saying that, you know, we don't necessarily deserve it. uh, Right. Oh, we (laughs) deserve it,
3: but we know we ain't getting it. So it don't matter what we deserve. We not getting it. (laughs)
6: Exactly. It's like, man, like, forget about it. Just take advantage of what is out there because we can create our own wealth. Yeah. We have the opportunity to do that. Let's do it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important. Um, You know, when we have. An opportunity, and many of us, you know, many of many people did, you know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. with this whole pandemic. Like Tree said, even though we went through the pandemic and the quarantine, this was his greatest year, you know, yeah. with income. And um, and I believe it was like that for a lot of people, you know. That's right. there's a, it's a lot of uh, they're talking about. It was a lot of a million and billion dollars that went <laughs> on in fraud. So <laughs> it's a lot of people who got a nice amount of money this year. Right, right. And what did you choose to do with it? Did you buy a property? Did you spend some money paying off your your debt? You know, did you, um, you know, do anything that will put you in a better position? Right. Yep. You know, did you invest in a business? Did you invest in your brand? You know, and so we have to be mindful, you know, when we do get these opportunities, when we do get these blessings, mm-hmm. that we have to be responsible and do the right thing by it so that we don't end up in the same situation that we were in before.
6: Right. So, you know, people say, well, I'm doing this for my my kids or I'm doing this for my kids, kids or whatever, you know, that is, yes, you're, you're doing that for your kids. But in my opinion, for me, I do it for my parents. I do it for yes. my grandparents yes. because I'll be doing my, I'll be doing them a disservice if I didn't take advantage of what I have in front of me. Yes. My kids are going to residually receive that right. because of what I did. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for my parents and my grandparents that, my grandparents that are deceased right now, Um, you know, if I didn't do anything to say like, you know what, I made them proud, then I feel like I would be a failure. Not saying that they would say like, you know, you're not a failure, but at the end of the day, I didn't do enough so I can create that generational wealth. They gave me the opportunity. So now I have the knowledge. I can give my kids the opportunity and we can still start creating that generational wealth that now we have the opportunity to do.
3: Yeah i agree and um you know even if you know you've come from a background where maybe you don't necessarily have grandparents that you you know maybe maybe i'm speaking to our listeners maybe you know you don't necessarily have had that relationship with your grandparents or you don't have that sort of feeling but then you know even for someone like um me my kids are that you know like Mm -hmm. i i know that if i don't change something for myself Mm -hmm. and be the one to start to create that generational wealth Mm -hmm. then one day my daughters are going to be looking up in a situation like me feeling like oh should I go do this or should I go do that should I take this deal or should I do you know like I want to create generational wealth for my children Mm -hmm. and for their children so that you know they don't have to do the things that I did they don't have to even consider doing any of the things that I've done, you know, and it's important that we take the steps, you know, yeah, may I, I I spoke earlier about being in the adult industry and um, blowing a lot of money on nothing, you know, but, Now, it's never too late to now become responsible so that moving forward, I can create that generational wealth and my daughters don't have to end up in the same situation that I ended up or not even necessarily had to because I didn't have to. But they just don't find themselves in that in that that place, you know.
6: And, And yeah, generational wealth is not just necessarily money. It's knowledge. Yes. If you have the knowledge then you can you know look forward in the future like you know uh us growing up we may just be kind of like flying at the seat of our pants just like all right i'm just trying to make money i'm just trying to trying to get it out here but if we have the knowledge we know what to do with it yeah you know from there it'll just be like um you know growing up in in, in school you're supposed to be taught financial literacy but they don't teach that stuff yeah because they're teaching us to be employees. Right. That's just, you know, point blank, period. They're teaching us to be employees and not be business owners, not be investors. So how can we change that mindset and how can we input that to our kids? Yeah. So that's what we got to do. And
3: like you said, even um, <clears throat> how you spoke earlier about, you know, you started in construction. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you said you did go to college, but... Then You ended up in construction, that even is something that you didn't have to go to college for, you know what I mean? Well,
6: I'm a uh, I'm in construction as a project manager, right? So, yeah, that, that does yeah, make the difference, right? Yeah, that does definitely make the difference,
3: but you know, it can but start. That's a good
6: point, though. That's a good point because you can get a trade, yeah, um, as a, a kid coming out of high school and not have to spend thousands and thousands right. of dollars on getting an education, uh, to be a project manager. I came out of college. Uh, making forty nine thousand dollars. I thought that was amazing, which right, it was. Right. It was a blessing, but I had a mountain of debt as right, well. Right, right. So, uh, that person that came into a trade may be making a little bit less than me, but they didn't have the debt that I have. They didn't have those bills that I had. So, they're actually making more than me.
3: Right. <laughs> you know? I saw um a picture on facebook and i wish i would have screenshot it so i could pull it up right now but it was a meme and it had two men you know side side Mm -hmm. by side one i don't know if you saw it one was dressed in a suit and one was dressed you know like as a construction worker Mm -hmm. and it said you know this guy on this side went to school Paid however much you know is this much in debt or or right. I don't mean, whatever the numbers were it yep. was like you know the guy that didn't didn't do that and didn't you know he, he the guy on this side that looks like he makes less money right. than him he in all actuality makes more Boy. you know and yep. so it's like it's so true because um even just an example is like you know here I went to um I went and got you know a four year college degree mm. and ended up, you know, with all this money in debt. And right. my sister went and, um, you know, went through an LPN program in one year. Mm. And, you know, within a year of her graduating was, you know, out in Arizona making 30 something dollars an hour where, yeah. you yeah. know, after my four year degree, I still have yet <laughs> to get that job that's paying me $30 an hour. You right, know what I mean? Like right. even working for the TV stations um, in the, in the um, you know, in my field, I came out of college and all that debt, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't even get no position, making 45. Right. I wish, you know, right. like I, I was put in positions where they're like, here's your $10 an hour. Oh, and no, you don't get no benefits mm-hmm. and yeah, go figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yep. here I am a college degree, a college, a college graduate, right. a single mother right. making $10 an hour with no benefits. Yep. You know what I mean? And <laughs> so it's like, at the end of the day, you know, it, it, you just have to do what's going to be best for you. And that's not to say that college is unnecessary. You know what I mean? Because there are many fields, many things where you can come out making a lot of money that you do have to go to college for. So I'm not sitting here saying that, you know, college is just stupid, right. but you know, if it's not, if you're not going to do one of those major, you know, if you're not going to be a doctor, an engineer, a lawyer, you know, the, those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I I would, Suggest to to go get a trade or go get you know yeah. like even Charlemagne the God you know he's in a position where he's obviously way beyond what I've been and he ain't no college graduate he <laughs> exactly. says it all the time you yep. know what I mean and look at him he's sitting on you know and yeah, on a, on a level that's you know he, he he's great you <laughs> yeah. know what i'm saying and he didn't he doesn't have a college degree mm-hmm. you know so it could have started with me just maybe at 16 really going into a radio station and saying hey i just want to work for free if i got to sweep floors or whatever it's going right. to be yep, yep but we have to figure out you know we have to one figure out what our passion is two go hard. Like you, you, and, and, and also one thing that um, I think has hurt me is we, I get, I have gotten discouraged and then it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to do this. Let me go try this. Let me try that. Let me try Mm -hmm. this. Let me quit trying to do all, quit trying to do so much, pick one thing and just go hard, Mm -hmm. you know? And I, I think that you will definitely see the fruits of your labor. And, you know, Mm -hmm. even just with this broadcasting thing, like I said, I definitely get have my moments where i get discouraged and i feel like oh god i need to you know do something else and do the. but no matter what i always come back to this you know what i mean and it's been now you know here we are and we're you know we have the rise and grind morning show that's taken off and i have my show real table talk that's Mm -hmm. taken off and people are seeing me a lot more you know than they used to and um (laughs) visible yeah so i you know people are like oh man like you know uh some people who don't know my story or don't know my history and they just see me here and they're like, oh, you know, how did she get there? How did she? But it's like, or, oh, I heard what she used to do or this and that. But it's like nobody, y'all don't know what I've been going through these exactly. last 15 years. This exactly. has been a 15 year. My daughter my daughter was born in 2006 and she's now about to be 15 in January. The, I went to, my daughter was what saved my life and made me, mm. you know, my daughter and my daughter's father. My When I had my daughter, my daughter's father, God bless his soul, he, um you know it's like that that dancing is done you're not doing that no more it's time to get in school figure out whatever it is that you want to do I don't care what it is whatever you want to do I'm gonna back you up but you got to get in school you and you just need to go to school get you a degree and take care of my baby you know and so that's what I did I started school because of him and because of my daughter and after you know he was killed in my first semester a, a freshman my freshman year and um you know really shook my life but it was, it was him that, it was him that, you know, got me through it because every mm-hmm. time I wanted to quit, you know, I would just hear his voice like, right. no, I don't, don't do it. Don't give up, you know? And so I kept going, kept going. And, um, and by the grace of God, I mm. made it through. I graduated and, um, you know, I've been on this steady rough road of trying to, you know, chase my dreams and make it happen. Right. And, um, I'm sorry. I got emotional there I'm right, right? right. <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. about Brian, but, um, but you just have to have a passion for it, and you have to go hard. You know, you right. cannot give up. You cannot, you know, you can't give up. Whatever yeah. it is that you want to do, you have to put in that work. You have to keep that prayer alive oh, for yeah. sure. That's you know, definitely. and um, and you'll make it happen. You yep. know. So
6: yep. I wasn't able to um, hear. You. I don't know if you still good to go.
3: You can't hear. I, I can't. We can I, still hear you. I we can I, still I, hear you. You're good. Okay. You're good. All we, right. Your headphones probably just went out, but you're okay. good. We can All still right. hear
6: you. So you you hit something real. Like a nail in the head. So, what I always talk about is this acronym PATH. Uh, you know, P is purpose, A is affirmation, T is tenacity, and H is humility. Mm. So, everybody has to start off with something. You have to start off with, with your purpose. Yes. Your purpose is going to carry you through the tough times. Yeah. Your pers- purpose is going to carry you through the opposition. Affirmations you have to continue because you're going to have those issues. You're going to have, you know, things that are going to get in your way. You're going to have the enemy in your way. Mm-hmm. So you have to speak that into, you have to speak those, those affirmations. Then tenacity, you know, just getting through it, just yeah. getting through the storm and humility. When you do get through it, how, how are you going to give back? Right. You know, how are you going to, um, handle, success some people handle success awful yeah and they go back to day one they go back to square one yeah so you know that's what i live by i live by path and it means so much to me so definitely
3: i agree and i love that i love that acronym and i think what goes into, you know, um, you know, we are going to start to bring the show to a close, but you know, just on those final words, it's so important that you really figure out what, what it is that your purpose is because, Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes your passion isn't going to necessarily match your purpose. Mm. You know what I mean? Andre again, on our board, Dre McCollum spoke about that. And he speaks about that in his book. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your passion doesn't equal your purpose just because it's what you're passionate about. And I will just say this, it's like, you know, I, I had to, you know, go through that too, because um my passion is in this broadcasting my passion is being a voice my passion is you know being in the public eye and being mm. on camera and all that however over the years um God has made me realize that that may not necessarily be my sole purpose right. you know and so I've been on this fight this inside battle with myself about what to do with my life because for some reason God has been putting it on my heart for many years to mm. go into the nursing field mm. And it's not what I want to do. Right? right. So ever since I've been hearing this voice, I've just been like, nah, that ain't me. That ain't what I want to mm-hmm. do. This ain't for me. This ain't that, this ain't this. Right. But for some reason, over the course of all these years, I keep hearing that voice telling me like, nope, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Like mm-hmm. you, you need to go into that field. Like, I'm not saying you can't do the broadcasting. Right. I, you know, he's provided this platform. I'm mm-hmm. not saying you can't have your own pot. You know, I could still do what I love to do, mm-hmm. but also move into another, um, sector that's going to have me live out my purpose and so I've been battling back and forth whether or not I'm going to go into the nursing field Mm -hmm. because you know it's like well no I got this I got this thing going and I'm gonna just put all my all my you know eggs into this but it's (laughs) like for some reason I just keep hearing that voice like no like yes I've provided this for you to for you to be able to also live your passion Mm -hmm. but you still need to do this too right and in my mind I'm like but no I ain't gonna be able to do that I, (laughs) I, I ain't gonna have enough time I'm not gonna no 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 I need you to do what I'm telling you to do. Mm-hmm. You got to walk this thing out. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm in this place where I'm trying to figure out like, which, which, you know, do I want to add another thing on top of me? Right. But you know, if I do, that's going to be something that will bless me for the rest of my life. And right. also, I don't know what God has in store for me down right. that
6: field. You know right. what I'm saying? So I've
3: been battling with that, but it go, you know, you do,
6: you I, have I th- to. I think that at the end of the day, you know, are you being an impact to others? Yes, yes. Are you changing somebody's life for the good? And obviously, in the nursing field, they're doing that every yes, every day. every day, every day. But what you're doing now, this is a blessing too. Yeah, because people are hearing this particular podcast, and you know, you know what we're talking about now is going to impact somebody. Yeah, and you know it's our goal, it's our objective to be an impact um and just kind of move forward with that we, yeah we have to be able to do that and, and then also with me you know literally this is what happened to me I was laying in my bed at night and God woke me up he said get on your knees I said what You're not <laughs> getting on my knees right <laughs> no get on your knees and I, I was like all right cool let me get on my knees right you know? right, <laughs> it, right. Was, it was it was as loud as we're talking right mm-hmm. now so you have to listen when being spoken to. Yes. That's your daddy. Yes. Right? <laughs> For real though. Yeah, so, It's so true. Yeah. So listen. Take heed to it. Um, but don't let. Uh, you know Have your passion. And you can have your purpose. And sometimes those connect. Yeah. And sometimes you know. You might have it. A podcast talking about nursing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know I mean? And even,
3: you know, yeah, exactly. It's yep, all of that. Yep. So that's what I've learned and that's what it's taken me, you know, to um because even just like what you said about creating that, you know, that wealth for yourself and just knowing what you bring in as far as money wise. Had I went into nursing back years ago when I was 18, fresh out of college, and I was in the military and my right. mom was trying to get me to go into the nursing corps back then. Mm hmm. If I would have just even put in, you know, a few years, even if I would have just done nursing for like five years or right. while I was in the military, you know how much, you know, I would have probably made a lot of money mm-hmm. and I would have had that discipline from the military yep. to be responsible yep. that would have led me in the right direction. So that now at this age, I would be able to have all this mm-hmm. money and all, and not even just money, but these resources and these things that I've worked in and, in. And, Brought together right. and then I could take that and go start my own studio right. you know what I mean so yep. it's like we have to understand that we have to do, you know do what we need to do like like Drake McCollum says mm. do what you need to do to get to get to be able to do what you want to do you okay. know what I mean yep. and yep. so that's what it's all about we have yes. to be responsible yes, we have to you know do what we have to do sometimes you don't. we're always trying to do what we want to do what mm. we want to do our life isn't ours. You know, God has a distinct plan for every single person's life, you know, and a purpose. And we have to, like, like Greg said, we have to hear that voice and we have to follow it. We can't mm-hmm. keep just doing what we want to do, you know. And if you um, follow that voice and you find your purpose, God's going to walk you into that purpose. And then he's going to allow everything else to fall into place yep. just the way it's supposed to. Yep. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the show for today. Greg, um, I appreciate you coming in, man. This was great, great, great information. And it just goes into Financial Fridays. Um, You guys make sure you stay tuned to the 419 Grind page um, because Dr. Vic is going to be having some great information coming out today for Financial Fridays. And um, we just we have to, you know, we have to educate ourselves. We have to do the research and we have to do the work so that we can build this generational wealth for ourselves and for our children for the future. So on that note, thank you to everyone who tuned in today. Thank you to all of our support, um, all of our followers, all of our viewers. We love you guys. We can't do what we do without you. Uh, make sure you stay tuned in um, and come back. We'll have a great weekend. I, didn't, I forgot it was Friday. Have yeah, a great weekend, everybody. Definitely. It's going to be a sunny, beautiful weekend in the 60s and sunny all weekend. So get out there, be safe, have fun, continue to social distance and continue to wash those hands. And um, we love you all. Until next time. Mwah.
0: Another
7: grind Welcome to Financial Fridays at the 419 Grind Studio. My name is Victor J. Coleman Jr., also known as the Doctor of Finance. Today's topic, house hacking. What is house hacking? People look at me funny every time I say that. House hacking is where you live for free. Hmm? How do you live for free? Take advantage of your credit. A good credit score can get you a good mortgage loan. But what you'll do is, instead of buying a single family home, you'll buy a multi-family home. That's anything from two to four units. Buying that multifamily home, you'll live in one unit for at least a year. But in you living in that one unit, you live for free. Whatever the mortgage is, the tenant pays. So if you bought a duplex, for example, and let's say the mortgage was $500, you live in one unit for free, and the tenant pays a minimum of $500 to help cover the mortgage. That's how you house hack. If you've learned the house hack, what it does is it frees your money up for additional investing and lets you pay off student loans. It lets you pay off your car loans. It lets you invest in the stock market. It also lets you buy more real estate. That's what house hacking is. So listen, if you want to truly be financially free, you have to understand what it means to be financially free. And that simply means use your money to free up your time and your dime. That's my message this week. Again, My name is Victor J. Coleman Jr., also known as the Doctor of Finance. For more financial tips and tricks like these, send me a text 419-909-6196 or follow us on all social media at The 419 Grind.